Hello and welcome to A Pair of Dice Lost Podcasting Channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. After a year to the day, we're finally returning back to Exalted vs. World of Darkness. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here at A Pair of Dice Lost, the crew of Sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. I'll let the crew introduce themselves here in a moment, but I wanted to let everyone know that you can find the At The Table full session experience at SponsoredByNobody.Podbean.com and the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at HoldenShearer.WordPress.com. Links will be in the show notes. I'll be posting my episodes at least a day after the other podcast. The episodes you'll get from us will be edited down, removing a bit of the stuttering I do from time to time, as well as having a score behind them for just a little extra musical oomph. On this first episode of the game, the Atrocity of Exalt spends some time on holiday. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 1, On the Shores of Loch Ness. Brendan, as the GM for the game. Peter, as uh, Sir Rigel Star, the Celestial Sensor, as Solar Twilight. Devin, as End of Sadness, of the Infernal Exalt. Holden, as Layla Church, Infernal Exalted. And Sam, as Rowan, a No Moon Lunar. You all are on a trip from London up to uh, Loch Ness in Scotland. Devin, if you would, um, I believe that you were talking about how that this trip is going and how that you've uh, made a bunch of plans with your with your exalted buddies here. What exactly does this look like? Okay, uh, so for the road trip, I got us an RV. Um, there's a type of RV you can get that is towed by a semi-truck, is 55 feet long, has two floors, California King, foldable queen, jacuzzi on the second floor, two showers, full kitchen, bunch of TVs. It has a lot of amenities. Anyway, it costs 250 grand, so I stole one. They're around. Uh, and then I made the semi-truck cab alive, so it would drive itself so no one has to drive on the road trip. And then I got us a U-Haul truck with just a bunch of my supplies in it. Stuff for me. Don't worry about it. Uh, there's probably a guy or two in there. The truck's also alive. And then we got our blocker car. So in the front, we have a police interceptor with its lights. It's not on yet. And behind us, we got a city roadworks vehicle with the giant orange like arrows to telling you when to pass. Uh, and that is our convoy for the road trip. Oh, all the windows have been tinted black. All the plates have been taken off, and I've repainted everything, so it's a little harder for us to just people to you know see us. But like, you know, road trip. We're going glamping. Road trip, indeed. So you all are, I assume, hanging out in the RV at the moment on your way, as I mentioned, from London up to Scotland. Um, it's a 10 hour trip from London to Loch Ness, if I recall, uh, from looking at Google maps and you guys are all hanging out on the inside, uh, on the inside. Like wh where's everybody's, uh, I guess preferred place to hang out. Like what kind of things are you guys doing to shoot the shit? Well, I'm definitely hot tubbing and don't be weird about it. I'm wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> I think Rowan at this point is just having his hands in his head because he was just going to take public transit up and now this happened. He'll eventually read a book. As far as possible from the hot tubbing, wherever the, if that's on the roof, then so be it. Aww. I need to read a book somewhere. 
All right. So sometime after that, you guys have passed the border of uh, Britain into Scotland, uh, but just a little bit before Loch Ness, you all do hear the sounds outside uh, at, that has kind of approached your motor convoy of, uh, well, the, the, the sound of uh, the sound of sirens. Oh, my God. What kind of sirens? Uh, uh, police sirens. Oh, wow. Someone's in trouble. We'll let them pass. We'll put on the little pass sign for the public works uh, car. Well, who's driving this thing? Uh, did, didn't you mention it was driving itself? <laughs> yes, but who'll be officially driving it? it that's well, a very good question. I don't probably the source of the sirens, then. <laughs> <laughs> Reports a phantom RV barreling down the highway. Oh, damn the silence. Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm going to crack open one of the windows and poke my head out and see if it looks like they're heading off somewhere else or if they're after us or what. They are at the back end of your convoy and seem to be giving that that cop signal to uh, pull over uh, that, that they want to talk to you. Are you sure this thing isn't uh, isn't stolen, right? Uh, uh, honestly, I'm not. I'm not sure. I haven't really known uh, sadness very long. <laughs> uh, sadness, sad. Uh, there's there's some there's some cops. I think you can see them from up there. All right, I'll come on down. Whoa, what are they driving next to us? Uh, sort of behind us with the, the sirens and the flashing lights and the whatnot. All right, I'll speak aloud to the RV. <sighs> Despair 7, reply. That's the AI I make everything alive with. You named your AI Despair? No, it named itself Despair 7, and me. It named you Despair 7. Never mind. Yeah, when it crawled up inside of me. You know, like you guys did, right? You guys all got that voice, right? I... I'm... We'll cover that later. Despair 7, answer. It's just a computer. It can answer. I don't know, man. Uh, check the local police scanners. Is there anything going on we should know about? Yes, sir. Checking local scanners. There's a little bit of uh, uh, background ambient computer noises as that it then uh, comes back with a reply. Local constabulary appears to be uh, following this convoy. Uh, request further uh, f- further commands? Uh, yeah, have a bomb threat called in on the other end of the area, so they'll have to go to that. Like, just somewhere far away from here. You figure it out. Wouldn't it be easier to just, you know, pull over? And talk to cops? I mean, all right. All right, cool. All right, no, we're pulling over. Don't do that other thing. I command you not to. Uh, car, pull over. I don't know how to drive, guys. It's going to pull over <laughs> however it pulls over. I assume that with that, the entire convoy... You guys can tell to do stuff, too. The entire convoy also pulls over with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring so call the... to be many of the other parts of the convoy? What do you What do you mean? They're self-driving cars. Should I have put someone in the passenger seats or the driver's seat? Probably. I mean, to pretend that there's someone there, yes. Well, I didn't expect police to pull over a police car. It's never happened in my life. Yeah. So you guys pull over onto the side of the road and out of the cop car comes a uh, single, uh, a single uh, like average looking uh, white Scottish guy in a, in a yellow vest and black slacks. 
and he's he looks mm, probably pushing it uh his uh his late 40s uh he's got like the white going on and like a really like just pure white mustache and he just kind of walks up just kind of saunters over to the uh the main the the semi that is uh pulling the 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 the, tr- the rv what do you guys do yeah there's an accent I- i'll walk into the like the cab and like wait do you guys want me to talk to the cop or do you guys want to do it because i'm like social someone else want this scene yeah, you can have it you sure all right all right you know if anyone wants to join in feel free you know it's not just me here it's all good Okay, I'll uh, open the. I'll roll down. I'll have the car tr- roll the window down because you know buttons. Did you put anything other than your you know swim trunks? No. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, how you doing there, lad? All right, windows rolled down. Uh, howdy there. I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, see, you got this uh, this mighty big con- convoy here. So uh, where are you heading? Oh, we're heading up to, uh, I'm going to look over to you guys, uh, to see if anyone gives me the facial expression to lie or be, to lie. Does anyone, does anyone give that? No, I mean, it's, it's a tourist destination. Loch Ness. Let's go, let's we're, going, gonna, we're going to find the Loch Ness. Let, let's go to expressions. It's very difficult to oh. read. Um, yeah, I don't really have dots and empathy, so, uh, I'm hooched there. Sorry. I'll turn back to the Scottish man and go, we're looking to hunt the Loch Ness monster. Like not in a, you know, capture way in like a, you know, exploring nature way. Oh, you're going up to see old Nessie there, eh? That sounds, uh... Yeah! So, that, so, that sounds uh, fantastic. Yeah, I, uh... I just came by because when the, you all made, uh, made a turn about, uh... When you all made a turn about, oh... Oh, maybe two miles back, I noticed that, uh, that your blinkers were out, and I wanted to make sure that you knew to get that fixed. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot that. I'm sorry, I... I just missed that, I guess, heading on out. Can you show me which blinker it is? Yeah, yeah, of course. Is that okay to ask? All right, I'll get out with him. He takes you back. Uh, it looks like uh, and shows you the the right blinker, and it's out. He's not, you know, shitting you. He he is he is in fact not shitting. Yeah, you. like it's legitimately, it's legitimately out? out. Oh wow! You know what? Uh, I think there's a semi pull up up ahead if the map's correct, and we might just pull over, and I might just pop that out there. Well, thank you. I. I yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you all were aware of that. Didn't want you to get uh, get any fines or anything. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. Yeah, no problem. Good luck hunting hunting old Nessie then. Ah, uh, you might just hear about us in the paper. And I'll uh, wait for him to like make some distance, and I'll go back into the vehicle. Uh, when he leaves, and you say that, he kind of like finger guns at you and gives you a wry smile, and then gets ah. and then gets into his car and drives off. Despair seven, resume ju- resume journey. Uh, it was just the cops, guys. No problem. Oh, it's just the cops. Probably put that. Yeah, I probably put that blinker out when we ran that fence. My bad. Probably should put. I thought I caught it, but I got a few spares under the counter here. We'll get it at the truck stop up front. Don't even worry. Just relax. You know what? I think it's party time. I wasn't going to break this out till the return trip, but I'll go under a counter and bring out a mail postman's bag. And it has, you know, cans of beer, pot gummies, stuff, <laughs> cigarettes, loose cigarettes. Oh, all right. Uh, we probably should have at least somebody sitting in the driver's seat at least then. Oh, um, 
Yeah, all right. I'll do that. The seats are super comfy. If you look up online this model, they're like theater seats with like 18 different points of adjustment and like leather. Uh, then that's the probably suit. not going to be too reassuring because the first thing Layla went for was the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than the beer. Oh, guys, I'm going to like dump this. I'm going to I'm going to like back this into the Thames when we're done with it. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about ruining it. Oh god. Guys, guys, only the semi truck has guys, only the semi truck has a soul. The rest of this is just a is just a trailer. On, I'm gonna dump it afterwards. Don't worry about ruining it. Just as she's gotten done Don't lighting worry up. About ruining Hold on a second. It, it's what now? It's hot. So I'm just gonna dump it afterwards. Don't worry about ruining it. You didn't it. think about mentioning that when I when we said that we were being pulled over by a cop. Well, it feels like that would only upset you, so why would I do that? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Rolling the window down. By the way, I have I have every Fast and the Furious movie on Laserdisc. Laserdisc? How old is this van? Uh, is that not the superior? I don't know. I got a Laserdisc player and a bunch of Fast and the Furious movies on Laserdisc. Someone told me Laserdisc was popular and Fast and the Furious was popular. You guys like that up here, right? Layla sticks her head out the window, partly in hope of escaping this conversation, partly in hope that <laughs> maybe like a passing... Uh, power pole will take it clean off hereditary don't try to hereditary yourself to escape this road trip <laughs> honestly i'm more concerned about the fact that the fast and the furious is all on laser disc i don't how did you manage that i i paid some guy to do it he was part of my cult oh. yes I, I i don't honestly i don't know why i question things that you say anymore they tend to be true for some reason. I mean, these are all, like, it's real easy to do all of this. This isn't like, I'm not talking about, like, ending the world or calling down the moon. This is, I just I just got some some shows for us to watch. It's all good. I think that'd be contentious. I need to know, have you have you calculated how difficult it would be to pull down the moon from space? I, I don't have that power. I don't know okay. what that is. I can't do okay. that. Well, Despair7 says I can't do that. He says some people could, but he's very vague on the details a lot of the time. I'm just checking because you constantly surprise me. And you know at this point... Um, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, indeed. So, for the rest of the, uh, I don't know, like, four or five hour trip, which of the Wild Speed movies do you watch? Um... The one where Han Solo dies. Ah, yes. My favorite of the Fast and Furious. So you guys watch Wild Speed X3 Tokyo Drift. But like, circling back to that previous thing, you guys, you know, you have like a like a thing in your head, right? You made a brain? Yeah, one of those. Well, yeah. Yeah, but you guys have like the voice, right? No. I mean, everyone has a voice in their head. No, I just go talk to the owl spirit. Okay, I'm not talking about self-narration. <laughs> yeah, owl spirit. See, you got a voice in your head. Owl no, spirit. I have to I go knew to it. another world knew it. to talk to the owl. Ah, uh, a magical other world inside the realm of imagination. I know how it is. Yeah, I Look, think we I got can... some brownies to do that in the bag. I mean, I have had some of them, yes. Yeah. But no, I could take you there. Some of those... <laughs> I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. I mean, that was my plan. We should talk about that, sure. But, like, seriously, none of you guys are going to admit that you have a voice in your head. Like, I know some of you have voices in your head. 
Uh-huh. All right, we're going to play the not admitting we have voices in our head game. Fine. I know it comes with the power set. I know it comes with the power. So this leads me to an interesting question then. Uh, what does End of Sadness's voice in his head sound like? Frank Welker's sound wave. You know what? Fair. <laughs> like, not the cartoon one, the more aggressive one he's been using in the later years because he's getting old. Like, whatever voice you'd assume that uh, the Vider of Null Space would have, which I always imagine would be Frank Welker's Soundwave. <laughs> oh, the Dread Gear. How about Leila? Yeah. What's her voice in the head? That's yeah, someone telling me that this is a bad idea. <laughs> I feel like nothing bad has even happened yet. We've just been hanging out. I, uh, to be fair, it's nothing has bad yet happened. Sorry, <laughs> those brownies are hitting me. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, let us know when the other world shows up, mate. <laughs> no, I can literally take you to the other world. See, my plan was to go to the Loch Ness, see if there was a little... Uh, a spirit gate. I can see those. Um, uh-huh. And then, you know, we go go through it. I mean, there will certainly be a... Yeah, that sounds great. I, I want to do that. I mean, there will certainly be at least the spirit of you know the Loch Ness monster there. I mean, cards on the table, I assumed we were going to find nothing. So hearing that there is stuff there, loving well, it. What a I great mean, trip. I don't know if there is. That's the whole point of this semi-vacation. I want to see if the... Ah. I want to believe. I mean, you know, Semi? If you knew that you would find something and you wouldn't be hunting cryptids, then it wouldn't be encrypted. Well, I mean, it's not like it's Big Cat or anything. It's weird. Yeah, we're not hunting grassmen or yowlers. You guys don't hunt snagglegasters up here? Is that some no. kind of Harry Potter shit? No. <laughs> no, T.R.F. Rowling did not put that in her books. They're, it's an animal. You know, the snagglegaster. Yeah, does it have a voice in its head, too? You sure? I don't know. It's like a, it's, it's like a bird lizard. You sure it's the snollygoster? Isn't that like a dinosaur? I mean, I mean, I've heard it both ways. Anyway, no, no, mate. So, um, as you guys are continuing going up, um, I know that at least one of you has a little bit, uh, at least a little bit of occult knowledge, uh, considering that your parents aren't exactly, uh, normal people. Um, so, Rigel... Would you mind giving me a intelligence and a cult role to see if you know any of the sordid history of Loch Ness? Boy. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Boy, does he. He's so good at that. Hmm, I want to use my excellency on this. Uh, I guess I'll pass. I just have, you know, ten dice. That's good enough. About six successes. Well... With that many successes, you know that uh, Loch Ness is home to not only the cryptid of uh, Nessie that everyone has been thinking about exists since 1933, but it also had a sordid history starting at just around the turn of the century when a one, uh, the most evil man in the world uh, uh, Alistair Crowley bought it in 18 uh, bought a manor right off the shores of Loch Ness in 1899 mm-hmm. 
And according to some of your uh, knowledge that you've uh, gained over the years, uh, he once actually tried to perform a black magic ritual that was interrupted for some reason where that he might have tried to mm, bind 12 dukes of hell to his manor in an attempt to uh, commune with angelic beings. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, that's a fun stuff to relate to everybody else. All right. Well, that sounds like a thing we could investigate. So are they there now? Did, you said he attempted to do it. Did he succeed? I don't think so. At least, you know, the official history don't say anything about it. Otherwise, you know, things would be very different. Probably had to talk with the local mages. I feel like this would have caught the news. <laughs> Well, uh, for what it matters, uh, it is said that uh, the groundskeeper of his estate up there did suffer many tragedies after his attempt was made. So is that place still up there? Uh, it was, it actually, the ruins of it are, it caught fire back in 2015. That sounds more interesting than uh, looking, at an, looking at a big old lake. I mean, it's right by the lake, so... Are we talking like the uh, south of the north end? Hmm. Google Maps. <laughs> oh, which uh, is that, Dream? Uh It is the uh, the Bolskin House, which is on the about southeast uh, part of the lock. Oh, so it's like literally on the lock. Yeah, it's literally on the lock. Oh wow, that's great! There's some camping grounds there. Well, I guess we know where we're going then. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll pull up around one of the camping grounds, rent out a lot, uh, bed down there, and then we can go investigating. Perfect. Hmm. Uh, wait, no, I thought we were investigating if Nessie's alive or real. No. But that all takes place on the lock, right? So we'll just camp out on the oh. lock. That makes okay. sense. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. To a city that I cannot pronounce. Bolskenheim. You're going to get that a lot in uh, yes. Scotland. <laughs> it's going to be a recurring theme, I feel. Yeah, well, well, uh, I'll, I'll at least give it a give it a shot here. Uh, it looks like it's near Inverfaragig. I don't know how to pronounce that. And Foyers. I know that word. I uh, got old Inverfaragig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh. Inverfaragig. So anyway, uh, is there anything else you guys would like to accomplish in this scene of chatting with each other in the RV before you all uh, find a spot on the lock to set up? Yeah. Do you guys want to, I don't know, talk about your backgrounds at all around you? should me? probably like describe our characters. Ask questions about our capabilities. <laughs> so, Radil, he's a white dude in his 40s. He's good looking, like a stubble beard going on, some dark brown hair. Like usually wears a nice gray suit, some brown, uh, brown overcoat, and yeah, that's his thing. It's like yeah. excellent list. Okay. Uh, anything else about them we'd want to know? Mm, or looks wise, I don't think so. Okay. So end of sadness is average height. Pretty average appearance, like average build. Like nothing really stands out. 
body wise as far as like any one spectrum or the other uh but their body's covered in electrical scars that also look like cuneiform and circuitry patterns uh their teeth are made of chrome their fingernails are mirrored their pupils are octagonal instead of circular and when they speak they slightly auto-tune they have their cast mark permanently on their brow in opalescent color that's that symbol of typhon octagon symbol and yeah yeah that's that's the baseline description for what they look like uh like black messy hair not nothing really special done to it they cut it themselves or someone cuts it for them they don't really wear shirts a lot it's mostly pants and like sweatpants or not sweatpants sweatpants are horrific like cotton pants or like parachute pants like big comfy cloth pants no shoes usually sorry i'm just like stuck on the no shoes detail i have soak 11 sometimes uh walking in broken glass yeah it doesn't bother god damn it now i've got annie linux stuck in my head so Layla's uh, mid-twenties, two-tone hair, two-tone hair uh, will be dyed in two different colors pretty much every story. So thrift store punk rock fashion, uh, usually held together by, an, by a very old uh, but real leather jacket uh, covered in band pins. Can I ask a question uh, about, uh, about Layla's jacket then? Shoot. What's her favorite band pin on there? Ah, uh, probably um she's got a, she's got a Misfits pin with Pride of Place on the breast. So Excellent. Excellent. I feel like that uh what 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 pins you have on on, on the jacket uh really says a little bit about uh about the character. <laughs> uh Rowan is in his young 20s uh and you would can pretty much pin him as an art student. He has a sense of fashion, but you don't know what that sense is. It's just kind of a mess. I'm kind of imagining, like, uh, you remember that uh, terrible Pokemon trainer from Southern Shield? Like that, but just one step less uh, obnoxious. Which terrible Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Maybe I'll have to get a picture of it. Give me a second. Is it the guy who was the champion? I think so. He's my favorite. He's oh, so extra. Oh my god. What is wrong with One you? less. One less. <laughs> what happened? There's Paisley in one iteration. One like Googling frantically. I mean like I kind of Fucking love it. Leon? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll get back, back to me that. I, I mean, he's Leon in my head now, so you probably want to get that corrected as soon as possible. <laughs> it was the... It was the psychic one. The one that looks like a... Uh, it was supposed to be a joke. No, uh, no, you're fine, bud. We're not... We're not... Do you mean Avery from Sword yes. and Shield? Avery. Oh, I, I, I was making a joke. No, definitely not Avery. I'm. It's he has a coat. It has Paisley okay. in it. It's a sense of fashion. Okay. It's wrong. There we go. Because <laughs> I was, 
I was really on board with Avery for a moment here. I'm like, holy shit, I thought I was the most out there one. This is amazing. There's a top hat and shorts and a ruffin. I was considering taking the uh, the antlers and hiding it with a top hat, so... Okay, I mean, that's, that's a fantastic. good consideration. You trust your instinct. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> Always trust your instincts. It's like fucking glam Doctor Who. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Right. All right then. So, with, uh, <laughs> character descriptions out of the way, and knowing now that I can just attack End of Sadness's feet because shoes are not a thing. You yeah. all eventually, after way too many watchings of the Fast and the Furious on Laserdisc, arrive at Loch Ness. I gotta say, I don't really get these movies, but I'm glad you guys enjoy them. Who said that we enjoyed them? Uh, newspapers. British people like the Fast and the Furious. Ah, or British people. Bad. The conglomerate British person. <laughs> Did Layla say they're not too bad? I'll gesture like... <laughs> one in three British people. That's 30%. It's not my fault I'm the only one in this bus with taste. <laughs> so, you all arrive at Loch Ness. Uh, I assume that you guys uh, left at a decent enough time that you'll still have light enough out to set up your whole camping uh, get up and uh, have some time to just kind of look around and enjoy uh, enjoy the scenery. Well, we left early enough that the Femori can set that up. <laughs> oh, excuse me. The when Femori you- can go and set all that up. <laughs> um, Thanks, guys. There's cocaine in the van. Feel free. So you have a bunch of Femori who are uh, a part of your cult and helping out. Are there any that stick out as the uh, the leader of this Finally, group? yeah, one of them's the leader. Uh, let's say that they are the old grandpa chef that I turned out I didn't need because someone here has 20 dice to cooking. Will that be all for you, sir? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the setup. I appreciate it. You guys, like, take a nap, hang out. You know, we got games and movies. You guys like Fast and the Furious, right? Oh, it's one of our favorite movies. We love it because it's all about family. Yeah, you don't turn your back on family. And I'll let him do the other part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you'll you'll get it eventually. It's all good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, really appreciate it. Oh, family's love you. the strongest. No, no uh, you know what? It's fine. You'll get to that part. It's in great. The back, in Dom, the background, Layla's contemplating drowning herself in the walk. <laughs> <laughs> the Fomori go off after setting up all of your camping equipment and uh, go do what that cults do in the background of, I guess, keeping the locals and other campers uh, away from their master, unless of course you wanted random people to approach you all? We're gonna tell them that this is like a celebrity thing and then they have to keep their distance because we got like, I don't know, what's a famous UK celebrity? Princess Diane's on board, so we don't want anyone coming on to like interrupt her vacation. And then I'll walk off. I feel like that might be a problem right there. You know, they're good at improvising. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. Let's roll with it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so you tell them, uh, so the Femori are going to tell all the uh, travelers and other people that Princess Diane is here. 
All right, we're going to deal with that later. Well, they're not going to. They're not going to just. Okay, they're they're professionals. They're not going to just say it. No bodyguard would just say you can't come here. You know, share is secretly here on vacation. They'll just be like, I'm sorry, it's a private affair. If they push it, like, I'm sorry, we can't disclose royalty doing stuff. The princess wouldn't like it, or something like that. You know, they're not going to just. You know, they're not like someone who, you know, dress up like a time traveler day. The worst asshole on dress up like a time traveler day is the guy that woke us up and it's all like, I'm sorry, what is that? And you're like, it's a billboard. And they're like, oh, we don't have those. And he looks at you in the year I come from. And you're like, oh, what a fucking asshole. What an asshole. They're not like that. Okay. So you have uh, pretended to be British royalty, uh, but we're not going to disclose who. We'll, we shall yeah, see what happens. But maybe you'll find out in the tabloids. Maybe. Obviously, the lock is before you, and I assume that you guys parked close enough to uh, Bolskine House to uh, be able to yeah. uh, do some looking around at this point. Uh, which would you guys rather uh, check out first, the lock itself or the... Uh, the, the the burned out corpse of a manor that once housed Alistair Crowley and a few other popular people. As I do have the charm, uh, I have Eyes of the Cat, which allows me to see otherworldly emanations, so glimpses of powers and other worlds. Basically, which one shines the brightest? Uh, it looks like I do have to do a roll for this. Mm. Well, that's cool. Yes. Okay, uh, that's nine dice. Seven and three. You said three successes? Three successes. It allows me to see the aura of power emanating from places of otherworldly or supernatural energy, such as nodes, cairns, freeholds, or haunts. Uh, they are visible from essence miles away. So since I'm essence one. Oh, you're absolutely within a mile of this place. I assume that you all would have parked close enough to both. So using eyes of the cat to discern which areas have uh, more supernatural juice to them. There is a faint aura emanating across the whole lock that you can see. It is shimmering as if that there is a little bit of maybe latent energies on there uh, that helps, uh, that, that kind of discerns it from the rest of the world uh, and shows that stuff is there. But when it, you turn your vision towards the manor, it is like this decrepit, like, essence that uh, looks almost like I don't want to say evil in nature, but it has a very dark tone to it that is uh, a much stronger than uh, than what the lock is putting off. Uh, so, so good news. As a question, go ahead. Is the manor uh, the thing that's like the way its energy comes across? Is it a place of desolation? Considering its history and the fact that it. Uh, it burned down under mysterious circumstances, I would certainly say yes. Okay, good to know. Uh, so, yes, everybody, hello. Uh, good news, the lock is magic, but the castle is completely magic and hella haunted. Maybe with ghosts. Oh, man, that's amazing. All right, I'm going to go back and get some of those brownies. 
<laughs> They're very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go to the castle, but it's very evil. Uh, like, I, I'm... Yeah, I don't know if I'm... wafting evilness across me. It's very distasteful. All right, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know how I... It does? All right, cool. All right, yeah, then yeah, let's... Uh, who, who wants to do spooky castle or non-spooky... So what is a lock? Is it just a lake? Yes, it's a, it's a lake. It's right there. You can go dip your toes in it if you want. Oh, I just... I don't know what I expected, I guess, when I heard Loch Ness. I thought it, uh... Yes, it's a, it's a long lake. I don't know what I expected. Huh. I'm good with either, you know? Whoever's excited for what the most. Well, I mean, it, it is hella haunted. Uh, and nice magic will stay there. So maybe we should go for evil magic to make sure that we're not eaten in the night. Hmm... Well, that makes sense to me. Rigel, Layla, what do you guys think? So we're we're basing this pronouncement off of what exactly? Oh, I can see it. Can you not? Oh, yeah, you probably can't. Um, so I can show it to you if you want. I, I mean, I'm going to take you at your word for it. No, that sounds good. Yeah, sure. Show uh, us. Alright, uh, then I will use the lore-speaking method to literally show them exactly what I've seen in a waking dream. Using the charisma that mm. I, as a player, do not have, my character describes a wonderful word painting that wraps around uh, the, the willing uh, who wishes to listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is an uh, excellent showmanship. Oh, yeah, that sounds dope. It, you but literally are w- witnessing it as I describe it. That's a cool peyote trip. Oh my god, this would be amazing effects. <laughs> Don't die so, here, though. So anyway. Alright, alright. Castle is clearly haunted. No, yeah, that's that's haunted as fuck. Wow. Uh, do, do you see shit like that all the time? Is that is that how well, you work? Well, I have to try. It, it's like, it's in the corner of your vision, and then you have to turn your eyes towards it and look at it. With a very, you normally can't see. It's like it's like it doesn't want to be seen. I don't. This is all very new to me. It's very hard to describe. But no, that's yeah. fair. Hmm. Layla's like got her sunglasses up on her forehead and she's trying to squint. It's not really working. Wait, so that's kind of like your eyes are curly in photographs or curly in cameras. Yeah, that's sort of it, right? Carly, and that's like ghost hunting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Rigel knows. Read about it in a book last year. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, no. You got to keep up with all the recent tech if you want to be successful out in the field. It's a whole thing, right? Sure. So, you guys want to go and approach the spooky, burned down manor then? Um, yeah. yeah all right. What, Evil castle. What time about is it? Oh, I would certainly say for dramatic effect, the sun is probably about to start setting. All right, do we bring any torches like that? Well, I got some equipment in the U-Haul I can bring, if you guys are okay with that. I don't want to step on any of your all toes. I suppose we can grab a torch or two. Yeah, I can't see in the dark, so... Yeah, okay, I'll just, uh, you know, just pick up my phone, you know, just be like, you got that? Okay, put it down, and... 
we have some flying drones with like flashlights on them and night vision. <laughs> They'll show up. I brought them in the U-Haul. They have souls. Yes. Uh, does that? Do these guys help? They have night vision. You could see it on this iPad here. I mean, oh, they have. Or your phone. Layla just pulls out her phone and just uses the light on it. Oh. Hey, we take our flashlights and go. All right. Yeah, uh... Brandon, I'll have one of those Boston Dynamics uh, spot dogs also deploy and trail us from the back end just in case we need uh, something that can haul. All right, fantastic. Uh, so with uh, torches in hand, you all uh, head up towards the burned out manor of... Uh, the, 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 the burned out manor of uh, Bolskin up on the lock. So when you guys get oh, about mm, like moleskin, yeah. okay. At least that's how I'm reading it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. when you guys get about mm, 50 feet from the manor grounds, there is a, uh, a fence that has been erected for uh, construction crews to come through and try and uh, fix some of the burned out uh, parts of the house. It looks like it's been here for a while and that people have kind of not been putting their best foot forward towards trying to get this haunted ass place fixed up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, is the fence impassable? Why don't one of you give me a perception alertness roll? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, All right. Anyone other than me. <laughs> I guess I can do that. I have eight dice in that. My God. <laughs> the, uh, the, the fence doesn't have barbed wire or anything over the top of it. Like, this is in America. But it is a fence. So, like, you would have to jump it. It's maybe, like, seven feet tall. Or climb it at the very least. I rolled a success. If we had bolt cutters, could we... Eight successes. Okay. A success. One. Oh, a success. I'm. <laughs> I thought you said eight. I'm sorry. No, um, either one is extreme. <laughs> with one success, it takes you guys a little bit of looking around to find some things uh, in the fence, but eventually there is a small uh, hole that uh, anyone who isn't too big and bulky could probably crawl through uh, with ease. It's almost like some teenage, some local teenagers might have uh, cut through here and used this as a dare to, uh, to to come by and maybe do some graffitiing. Awesome. Are any of us big and bulky? Well, I don't think I want to crawl, so I can always use craftsmanista tools to make my hands into wire cutters and just open it up some more. Oh, right. Oh. Magic. <laughs> so That's fantastic. My essence and, you know, for the next eight hours, I've got all the tools I need. So I open it up there. Entrance. Does that mean, wait, if you have all the tools you need for all of your crafting, does that mean I could give you a cup of water? You could boil it and steep tea in it? Yes. Like with just your hands? I think so. Amazing, I love it. The sweet thing like it's supernal, it. then I can you know, have heavy machinery out of my anima. Okay, so we go in. So with ease, uh, Rigel opens up the uh, 
the fence with his hands uh, cutting through and uh, leaving you all with a perfectly sized doorway to enter into the grounds of Bullskin Manor. Dun, dun, dun. You can just do that the whole time? Do you have, like, super strength or something? No, I just, you know, use my hands and things seem to be just very plastic under them. Huh. Wild. So what do we see here? So what that you all see is the the burned out corpse of a once great house. Um, the fire has ravaged it to the point that the uh, the second story that it might have once had is no longer there, and the uh, the wood and everything is tumbling over. The whites of the stone that. Uh, Built the outside are still white, though uh, on the edges you can see uh, sear marks where the, the fire had uh, caused it to uh, ca- cause some exterior damage. Um, the actual manor itself does have some greenery that appears to be growing out of it. Um, as that, uh, nature is coming to reclaim, uh, reclaim what, uh, what, what was once taken from it. There are, uh, there are beams that are kind of precariously, uh, moved against some walls and things that, uh, look like they're, uh, uh, basically, it just looks like a, it looks like a very burned out house that has not been has not had the clutter cleared out of it uh, for about four or five years now. Hmm. Well, I will direct the drones to like circle the property and give us a map of the exterior in case there's stuff we should be aware of. I suspect that. Well, I suspect that the. Uh... All the well, magical shit is going to be in the other world. This might just be a building here. Or it might be. Oh right! I keep forgetting other worlds exist, and you can go there. You were saying, yeah, right? I can keep. Huh. Uh, I can catch glimpses of it, and I could probably take you there. It seems like a very. Uh, hmm. It seems like a very weak point, but a map might be good. Yes. My plan is, if there, we don't run into anything in the real world, we can just go look at it in spiritual oh, yeah. reflection. So there's a picture of there's a picture of this place posted, and it is not complex. <laughs> it's a it's a shell. I wonder if there'd be anything underground or something like that. Where would the ritual take place? Oh well, uh, any place that seems thin. I mean, if I were doing it, I would be doing a ritual in some sort of creepy castle basement. Well, I'm not you. We can just do it, like, next to a tree. I just meant wherever they were doing their rituals. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, usually things like this have some sort of secret basement to it where you do all the weird stuff you don't want anyone to see. Well, it'd have to be a secret basement at this point. Everything else is burned to shit. Layla's hucking rocks over the wall and into the interior trying to get the ghost to come out. Well, this conversation is going on. Unfortunately, your rock throwing 
does not entice the ghosts. But also performance, and then it'll entice them. Maybe that is it. Maybe if you sing some sort of song, you can attract the ghosts out to answer our idle, curious questions. <laughs> some boring fucking ghosts so far. Has anything spooky happened to any of our Tronics uh, grave encounters slash uh, I want to say that guy, Bag- Zach Bagan style? Um, Give me a moment. I'm trying to think of like, uh, so I'm just trying to remember some of my uh, some of my dumb, unnecessary Crowley lore that is like in my brain. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the storyteller is doing that. The uh, the infernal is trying to boost through a window. So, um, how much can we lower the gauntlet by by just being here slash whatever we do? Was it doesn't it like the infernals lower it? Normally, you have to do something for that. Mm, that's. Uh, I mean, give me. You're thinking abyssals. Give me three or four sessions, and I'll have that charm. And there's a charm for this. Uh, yeah, abyssals are the walking, are like the walking weak point in the gauntlet or the in the shroud. Oh neat. Yeah, I can do my twilight stuff lowered by two, and I guess that's the extent of what we can do at the moment. I feel like the gauntlet number is not going to be something that's going to be our enemy. I mean, we could probably make our way through it, even without tricks. Yeah, yeah. No, real, no real reason not to knock it down, but yeah. It does make the roll Oh, a bit absolutely. Yeah. I'm on the pro knocking the gauntlet down side. Until the sweet ghost shows up, and they go like, nope. Well, but at least that means we can just summon down their face with it. Hey, Twilight. So, um, as far as uh, where that rituals would take place in this. I don't believe that Bolskin House actually has a basement, uh, but I cannot pull up any, like, schematics to say I mean, otherwise off the top yeah. of my head. Um, but I do recall that uh, the... As far as where that rituals would take place... Um, Pete, you, you got a super big success on this whole lore roll. Yeah. Um, like, earlier in the game. Yeah. Crowley himself always made sure that the ritual that he was doing here was facing towards the north. So I think that the big ritual room is actually that... Uh, that big room that looks like all burnt out that has like the tree coming out of it in the picture. Oh, I thought it was just outside of it, but I guess it could be a room, but no, you can clearly see wall markings. Oh, that's an interior room. Huh? Yes. Uh, Yeah. I believe that that is uh, an interior room. No. That, uh, that that well, picture, now that picture is so actually it's... from 2019 when the second fire went through it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like a ballroom or foyer or something, maybe? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, like, if, if I've ever learned anything from my random occult nonsense that, uh, that I've accrued over my years of life, it's that Aleister Crowley was fucking extra as fuck. <laughs> One of his scions invented rocket fuel and then blew himself up with it. <laughs> uh. So. All right. So I 
guess this is Sam. So as it, uh, so going back to the original question, which was about the drones and if they got any, any like weird spooky stuff, um, as they're flying over that large Northern area, uh, they do get a little bit of static and interference over that area. There's also some in the, uh, in that little uh, hallway that kind of separates like the, the, the entrance from that big area. Hmm. Well, obviously uh, that information will be transparent to you guys. So make of that what you will. So uh, did you, did you want to investigate that or do you want to go to the, uh, to the other worlds? I mean, yeah, let's go to the other world. That sounds like a good idea, right guys? Uh, well, I wish you to exit the other worlds. I can bring you out, but I basically can't do anything while in the other world unless we find some. Yes. Okay. Uh, like, what do you mean can't do anything? Like, you'll turn into a statue oh, and no. hold the gateway open. It's just, it's very draining. Um, and I can get us there and back. I just can't do anything exciting. Well, I, I think me, Layla, and Rigel can handle that. <laughs> yes, that's if it comes. That's what to I'm it. hoping. Uh, so Rowan will go to the north wall, uh, where he can feel that the, uh, shroud or gauntlet or whatever, whatever is the weakest and start to shape a portal open between the worlds. I will know, need to know the difficulty of this. It is minus one of what it normally should be. Well, the gauntlet's probably the difficulty, right? I think the gauntlet, yes. And it, would it be two more because P can do his trick? If yeah, he does his trick, I, it would be minus three. Well, what's the current difficulty? I would say the current difficulty here is a five. This place is haunted as hell, and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of weird magical bullshit that happened here. It's the 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 gauntlet and everything is pretty low here. Okay, so I'm basically not going to wave away. Uh, each character that it's not necessary because yeah. I'm going to be rolling against difficulty four. And Roll it. Yes. That would be, I believe, eight dice against difficulty four. Tens count double. Are they do if it's your specialty. I believe... Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, three successes. Huzzah. He rifts open the portal between the worlds, spending half of his moat pool, and is able to bring the rest of you with him to my choice, awesome. but I'm going to choose the right one of the Penumbra Shadowlands or Near Dreaming. I'm assuming Shadowlands. Um, I was actually going to say that it was the uh, the Penumbra, because oh, okay. it's, uh, it's not ghosts that are haunting it. Uh, Rowan, as he starts to approach the north face of the Crowley Manor, uh, suddenly becomes a lot more confident in what he's doing. As he starts reaching out his hand, which reaches out and into the folds of reality, as it starts glowing with that silver anima banner that is of the rumors, as white streaks go across his arms. Suddenly, he just simply holds both hands to the space and rips open a tear in reality, looking back at you as he starts just emanating an entire bonfire of silver light, his hat disappearing 
as his antlers show, because that is his tell. And he just looks at you with a sheepish smile, like, hey, guys, it's, it's open. Holy shit. Super impressed, and moving on through the quote-unquote opening. Uh, yeah? I, it, Layla's, like, exchanging glances with Rigel. What? Are you a fairy? Whoa! Uh, maybe? Probably not. I know we're in Britain, but good god. I don't know. Slaps him upside the back of the head as she walks by and into the giant space rift. Well, I don't know if anything's literal. Everything's a metaphor, and there's no pie at the end. No plenty of pie. Shepherd's pie. Never the one they're talking about for some reason. It doesn't... It's not important. As unimportant as the meat pies or shepherd pies that you guys might have seen, uh, this is less unimportant as you all <laughs> step through this rip into the uh, the penumbra. Here, the Bolskin Manor is not burned down. Here, in fact, it is at the height of its glory and its fame, uh, almost as if and almost as if that it itself is reliving the psychic emanations that have always. Uh, come across from the occult society towards it. The manor itself is, in the penumbra, much larger than it should be, but that's just the weird metaphysics of the spirit world. Not that most of you have probably really dealt with that, but it is larger and there is a human at the door, looking oh. at you all. Hi. Hello. Holy uh, shit, this place. Ah! It's a guy. There's usually not people here. Oh my god, you aren't kidding. Welcome to the spirit world. And here's a person. Hello, person. So, like, is everything a metaphor here? Or is this, like, the end of contact where you're not really my dad? What's happening here? No, I mean, that's a person. He's... He, say hi. Say hi. He's scared. What is, do the we know that guy? man, uh... No. Okay. Mm, not yet. The air quotes man, uh, seems a little bit taller than the average man. Uh, he has, uh... Do... He has long, curly, uh, black hair, and he is dressed as if that he's in the wrong decade. He is wearing uh, a leather jacket and some uh, tight black pants. Uh, he has a kind of ethereal quality to him, and he looks to you all with a look of confusion. Well, good day there. Uh, what are y'all doing at my house hunting the Loch Ness monster oh yeah hunting old Nessie then mm, not, fancy not in a cruel in, way in a, like a curious way oh seekers of the occult just like me then oh eh? uh, that's a way to put tourists but yeah. yeah I have a question for Layla Layla is a good guitarist best there is best there was best there ever will be oh yeah how much music history does Layla know? Ah, fair bit. Fair bit? More than I do, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I, w I would say, considering that your 
all that stuff. I I feel like this is probably a gimme here. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with Led Zeppelin? Yes. All right. Uh, so Layla sees before her and recognizes a young Jimmy Page, the guitarist from Led Zeppelin. Who's standing right next to her? Because they just get the shit elbowed out of them. I guess I was because you just slapped me for being insensitive. Yeah, you just got elbowed in the ribs pretty hard on top of that. I'll get, put my attention to you because you're asking for my attention. That's, 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 that's Jimmy Page. I'll make like an air guitar motion and mouth his name like that guy. Ah, uh, tugs on the back of Rowan's sleeve. Yes, I uh, do you do you normally run into Jimmy Page in the spirit world? I don't know who that is, but no, we uh, probably should say hi. Yeah, she she just she like steps forward and just kind of points at Jimmy Page and pantomimes and air guitar and like mouthing, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you meet people here. Uh, hello, uh, uh, people. This is uh, uh, this is this is Layla. This is uh, sadness. Uh, and these are, uh, maybe spirit people. New friends everywhere. Oh, hi. And, and Rigel. And Rigel, yes. Well, it's good to meet y'all. It's, uh, huh, it's been a while since we've seen some people on this side, and he kind of strums an ethereal guitar at you all. Uh, what are you doing here at my house? Uh, investigating, honestly. We are just, uh, poking around. It's so, there's a lot of, uh, you know, fonts of power. And so, hey, let's go poke at it. Is that not acceptable? He kind of looks at the other three for back. Okay, so I'm just gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, why, what are you doing here and why are you Jimmy Page? Well, Obviously, it's because that I own this house. I mean, I'm not. I'm... They kind of look at themselves and go, Oh, I see. Yes, well, we are... We're... mm, Yes. Jimmy Page. That is who that we are. Strum some more air guitar. Middly, middly, middly. So, uh, you want to come into my house and investigate? I mean, we're already in here. Uh, you're at the front door of my house. Okay. Yes, hello. Uh, that would be nice. If I'm just going to... Uh, NSI is going to put their hand up. If Layla beats you in a guitar duel, do we get a solid gold guitar from you? Hmm. I'm not sure if I can do that, but if I could, I would love to give it to you. Just checking. Shit. Just checking. Shit, that was a good idea. <laughs> I'm just saying, the next time we run into someone, you could we could try that. Plus, it lets us. No, know, yeah, no. Not, plus, you know, it lets us know who we're dealing with, right? I mean, there's only so many people with gold instruments that you can beat in a contest. I do hate to uh, rain on your parade a little bit, but you can't take things out of here. They, they, they kind of dissolve. I've, mm. I've tried. Good to know. Good to know. That's actually really useful to know. Hmm. Huh. Well then, if you all want to investigate my house, 
you're going to have to get past me. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work that we put in. If you had any questions, you could send them to us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email us at Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod and Alexander Nakarada. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence. <laughs>